Hey everybody, and thanks for tuning in. This is Speaker One, and welcome to my first official episode, Relationships 101, Episode One. For those of you who took the time to provide feedback for my pilot episode, I greatly appreciate it. And the information you gave me, I'm going to incorporate moving forward. I really appreciate it. Before we get started with our segment, I really want to talk about COVID-19. And this is real, people, and it's serious. So I just want to remind everybody to practice physical distancing. And yes, I said physical distancing, not social distancing. Because if we distance ourselves socially, we fail and cease to communicate with one another. And it's real important in this time to keep the communication going with people that are in your lives, be it by phone, Zoom, FaceTime, or whatever apparatus you use to communicate with people. In addition to that, remember to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. That means a thorough wash. Use warm water, really hot water if you can get it that hot. Um, It's been proven that heat kills the virus. And in addition to that, Wear a face mask if you have one. If you don't have an official medical face mask, that's cool. Just wear some type of face covering, being a bandana, what have you. Yesterday, I was out briefly uh, taking care of some essential needs. And I saw a guy wrap a shirt out of his trunk around his face. It was funny, but, you know, keeping it real, that made sense. You know, hey, he had some type of facial covering on. How functional he is or whatever, uh, we're not going to get into that. In addition to that, the seniors in your life and the people in your family who may have pre-existing health conditions and may be vulnerable to COVID-19, please check on them. There are a lot of places that are doing free tests. So just look online and see who's doing free COVID tests and follow suit. All right. Now let's get to the meat of this thing. <clears throat> the meat of this thing is what is a relationship? And my pause is intentional. I just want you to think about that for a minute and think about it in the terms of what that means to you. Now, a lot of times when people hear the word relationship, and I'm only basing this on different conversations I have with people over a period of time, they automatically go to the intimate, romantic or sexual relationship. Those are relationships, but those are not the only kinds and types of relationships. So what we're going to do is we're going to do an overview of the different types of relationships and the components of a relationship. But first of all, let's start off with defining what a relationship is. So what I did, I combed a lot of different uh, dictionary and dictionary sources, be them online, some hard copy sources of different versions of dictionary. And they, they gave a bunch of stuff. And it kind of merges into this one thing I came up with. A relationship is a connection, association, or involvement between two or more parties. Be that one-on-one relationship, be that a relationship you have with people in your community at work or whatever. So the most common types of relationships, let's take a look at that. Now, what's common to one person may not be common to the other. But more often than not, we share a lot of the same ideals, we share a lot of the same beliefs, we share a lot of the same practices. So with that, what I found out to be one of the most common relationships is the casual platonic relationship. Casual or platonic relationship, I should say. So that's people that you have a surface interaction with. You know, it may be 
It may be the merchant at your local store, or it may be a neighbor or somebody that lives on your block. If you see these people and interact with them to any degree or any level for any period of time, it's a type of relationship. Be it that you may not know a person's last name, they don't know yours, you don't know their favorite color or what have you. But when you actually interact with these people for a period of time, you kind of get an idea of who they are, or at least what role they play in your existence. So that being the case, when we think about our casual or our platonic relationships, they vary. And again, a lot of this is up to the individual. You you categorize, you characterize what that is for you. Because, you know, more often than not, it's not a one size fits all. Another type of relationship outside of the casual or platonic relationship is the professional and or business relationship. So those of you that are fortunate to be employed or have a job and you go to a physical place to do your job, that's a relationship. You know, that's a couple of relationships, actually. The first relationship is that to the company or business you work for, because you come in, you do what they ask, they pay you, and that's a relationship. When we think about the workplace, we have people typically, depending on the type of work you do, people we work with and interact with regularly. Those are other relationships. Now, you may not even think that a relationship but it actually is because you have some interaction and engagement with these people, be it eight hours, 10 hours or 12 hours. And often, again, depending on the type of work you do, your work may be dependent on their work and vice versa. So those are actual relationships. And I think when we start breaking it down and really looking at the core components and the different types, you know, it just kind of broadens your whole base of thinking about relationships. But just think about that. You know, did you ever consider yourself in a relationship with your coworker you don't like? <laughs> if you have or haven't, you're in a relationship, believe it or not, with that individual or those individuals there. Another relationship and one that's a common type of relationship as well is the interpersonal or intimate relationship. So that's more than just surface. That's more than casual platonic. That's more than professional business. Interpersonal. When you think of an interpersonal relationship, to put it in the context, it's a relationship where you would have maybe a best friend or a confidant or somebody that you would be more open about who you are or about your own personal secrets or ideas or beliefs with that you may not share in the context of a platonic or casual relationship, that you may not share in the context of professional or business relationship. Just say, for instance, political views, you know, depending on how vocal you are or not, it has a lot to do with what you would share with a person. You know, at work, typically, we don't get real deep with people. I mean, if we've been working at a place a long time, maybe so. If you've been at a place 10, 15 years, then there's probably some people that, you know, you associate with outside of work. So that personal relationship or professional relationship can then transcend into an interpersonal or intimate relationship. Now, let me just clear it up. A lot of times, at least based on what I've been hearing from people, when they hear the word intimate, they always think of romantic or or that type of relationship that you would have with somebody that you're trying to be sexual with or what have you. 
And intimacy has a bunch of different levels, but we're not going to go into all of that. We're just going to kind of stay on course. So that person that you share something with that you wouldn't share with people generally, that will constitute an intimate relationship. And one of the more popular common relationship types is the romantic relationship where you're pitching woo. And those relationships are funny to me in a way. Because typically, the first six months of those relationships, just the representative is showing up. So you meet somebody, you are attracted to each other, you may even talk and find you have a few things in common. So there it goes. There's the romance. You go on dates. You know, you share ideas. You share maybe some of your beliefs. You share a lot of different things early on. But the representative showing up on both parts, because just think about it. For guys, you're not going to let us see you without a shave or a haircut, you know, without being groomed properly in those first six months. And ladies, definitely the ladies, ladies not going to let you see them with their hair undone or they don't have a best foot forward, you know, when they're actually meeting you at the beginning. And, you know, both people do that. Men and women both do that. At least that's what's been revealed to me. And at least that's been my experience. And after a period of time, you know, those things change sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. But the romantic relationship is one that's fleeting or can be. Sometimes they last a long time. Sometimes they don't. But it's just real interesting to see the dynamic of those relationships and how they play into one another, how they feed off of one another. Then here comes the most popular, I would guess, type of relationship is the sexual relationship. Now, I'm assuming that the listening audience are all adults, so this is something we can talk about freely. The sexual relationship is arguably the most common relationship. The sexual relationship is interesting in so many different ways because often it comes from a casual or platonic relationship, sometimes a business or professional relationship, which I strongly urge you not to mix the two. It can come from an interpersonal or intimate relationship. And typically, it comes from a romantic relationship. However, the sexual relationship can stand alone on its own. It doesn't have to have any of the other common types attached to it. Sometimes people just hook up, and that's what it is. But when I think about relationships, I often think about what, what brings them together, what forms them, what frames them. And they're components of a relationship or characteristics, whichever word you choose. And those components are similar across all lines and all types of relationships. And that's respect, trust, communication, what we have in common or what you have in common with the people or entities you're engaged with. And engagement itself, all of these are components of relationships across the types. So let's go to respect. Now, respect is a loaded word. It means different things to different people. But respect, by definition, is the regard for the feelings of, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. So ask yourself, do you have respect for the people or persons or entity you're in a relationship with? And ask, are you being respected by the people or persons or entities you have a relationship with? Trust. 
Trust by definition is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Do you have trust in the relationship that you have? Do you trust the other person? Does the other person trust you? Or as far as a group is concerned, is there trust involved amongst the members, amongst the group cohesiveness? Is, is there trust fundamentally there? Communication. In my opinion, communication is really the cornerstone of our relationships to being able to communicate, not only communicate, but communicate effectively. And effective communication looks different depending on who you're talking about, what groups you're talking about, or what have you. Commonality. What do I have in common with this group of people or this individual that binds us or brings us together in the first place? Then engagement. Why or how do I interact with these people or persons or groups? How and why? So those are some things that you just may want to take into consideration when you think about the components of relationship. And you can use those and grade them against your own personal relationships and, and see how they look or how that comes out for you. But when we talk about the components of relationship, all of them have one thing in common. And that's on both sides of the relationship. And that's an expectation. When we as people engage in relationships, we expect something to happen. Ask yourself, what is it that you expect? And even more importantly, the people or persons on the other end of the relationship, try to consider what it is that they expect. But again, if you communicate and communicate effectively, you'll be able to come up with some answers. You and the other parties or person or persons or what have you. So those are just some things that are food for thought on a relationship scope. We actually are going to get real deep into this. Again, this is episode one. And uh, I appreciate everybody who has given me feedback on my first podcast, which was my pilot. And uh, we're going to have more stuff to come moving forward. Uh, also, uh, I'd like to thank by name a few people. I'd like to thank Terry Milliner for his feedback, Shanana Williams-Jones for her feedback, Ashley Patterson for her feedback, Charles Phillips for his feedback, and B. Jones for his feedback. You all gave me some real integral stuff to consider in moving forward. And the only thing that's going to happen is things are going to get better. We're going to have a lot of stuff to be able to offer, or at least I will say I will have a lot of stuff to be able to offer. But I would really like everybody's input that hears this. So you can contact me by email with questions, concerns, or what have you at platformvenues at gmail.com. That's platformvenues, one word, at gmail.com. P-L-A-T-F-O-R-M-V-E-N-U-E-S at gmail.com. So, I look forward to getting some emails from you all. And oh, also, you can actually message through Anchor to actually verbally give me your comments or whatever and or questions, and I'll put them into the show. So the next episode, man, it's going to be a humdinger. But to find out what it is and how it'll be, guess what you got to do? Man, you got to tune in. And be feel free to share this with a friend or family. But just think about what I was discussing today with you all. And I thank you for tuning in. Peace.